What's that? The big oh? It's a <laughs> fapping. <laughs> Puerto Rico has a new bill that they're discussing soon that, uh, that will potentially fine parents for having obese children. Yeah, I just read about it. Okay. Uh, basically, I think the, the system in place is that the schools, the teachers would, would look at maybe potentially endangered kids uh, whose health are endangered by obesity. And they would recommend them for the program. Like they would, they would raise that this kid is um, potentially is obese. Potentially obese. So there would be a uh, checking of the health, medical exam, medical examination to, to to determine whether or not it's a dietary problem or it's uh, genetics. And if it is, um, they would they would give a warning, issue of issue warning, and then the follow up will be in six months. And then in six, six months. They will determine if there's been any improvement, and only six months to a year after that will the fine be levied from five hundred to eight hundred dollars. I, 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 what I read, and so there's a lot of time after the warning, after the the second assessment, they would give maybe six months to a year to see if there's any improvement, and if there's no improvement, that's when they issue the fine. I think from the first assessment. They will try to determine whether it's a genetic thing, yeah. whether it's a health condition, a pre-existing health condition, right. or whether it's eating habits or not enough exercise. If it's something that can be changed by the parents, then the, the child and the parents will be given six months, and if it's still there, like you said, right. the, is it 800 or 500 to 800? 500 to 800 is what I read. 500 to $800. So they're going to discuss it, and we're going to discuss it now. What do you think about that proposed bill? Well, like I'm, I'm, I, I like the the intention, like to make sure that the kids are healthy, diba? Um And I like how the first there's an uh, examination and they're given a warning, and that they have time to like fix the problem before an actual fine is. Uh, is it six months to a year, or is it just six months? My understanding is six months after the warning. Yeah. There will be a follow up. Okay. And then that follow up will determine if. Uh, improvement. Happens. Yeah, but that's not that's not the moment. That's not the the deciding factor whether or not they'll be fine. They'll be given six months to a year after that. So my understanding of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. And then they. So be probably fine. depending on the, the gravity, the weight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. And so, okay. that, 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 I think that's it's a it's a step in the right direction. I I'm not sure about. Well, finding sure it could be like, uh, was this negative. Uh, it makes them okay. Oh, okay, I want need to fix this because I don't want to pay up. Yeah. But like, I'm not sure if finding them if they fail to uh, comply would actually accomplish much mm. because like, in in many cases, the people who already have a hard time finding good diets and affording time, good diets. affording good di good diets and finding the time to exercise are the families that are already impoverished. Yeah, and if you're going to like find them even more, that might yeah. exacerbate the situation. Yeah, you you mentioned about how it's the the poorer families mm. who have a, a harder problem yeah. with I mean, helping their kids or yeah. the, themselves even with their diets. Um, of course, the angle of fat shaming 
would come into play here would that make the problem of fat shaming, which is already a problem in many countries. I assume in Puerto Rico it's also a problem. Um, would it increase that, do you think? Because um, there's a study, I think there, I, I saw it on io9, that there's a study that showed that fat shaming doesn't work and it even tends to worsen the problem. Mm -hmm. But the, the fat shaming here is not specifically for kids. I think it's, it was adults or a range of people that mm -hmm. they stu studied. So it's a quite different experience here because it's, this is for kids. Yeah. And uh, the, the assumption here is that kids are not so independent mm -hmm. when they, when they get choices. fat. Yeah, yeah it's a, a big part, part of that is uh, the responsibility of the parent. What do you think? Well, I think like it, the people ha just have to be very um, like I don't think it's so much shaming as it is like just uh, pointing out that okay, th this observing. Might, yeah, it's an observation of something that could be problematic. Yeah. It's not so much um, an assignment of blame, especially for like the kid, the chi the children, yeah. because it's not the children who are being fined. It's the it's the parents who are like given the responsibility of mm. taking care of their children's diets so like it's not i don't i don't think it's shaming it's not, i don't think it's the same as shaming so do you think like there's a potential for kids who are in the program you know like i don't think the teachers will flag them so publicly yeah, like, exactly you you are, go to the clinic yeah you uh, look fat you don't you don't Mr. do that to the children yeah, Mr. Manuel, please report to the principal's <laughs> office. It's not not related to your grades. It's not related to anything bad you you did. It's something about your body. God, that's wink, that's, wink. Yeah, they won't sorry. do it like that. <laughs> wink. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I, I under I agree with Pepe. Like the fine isn't very uh, at the at the point. Let's say it takes one and a half years before they decide. Okay, there's no improvement. We're gonna find the parents. At that point, the fine isn't gonna help the kid. Yeah. Like you're just now, it's just punishment, and it's not helping in the process. Like the threat of the fine is more effective than the fine itself. But when you get to that point, and then you're finding someone who's who can't, who either um, can't afford more healthy food or can't find the time. The parents can't find the time to to watch their kid twenty four seven, and or the the food available in the house isn't really the healthiest food. And uh, these these families are are now faced with. Eight hundred dollar an eight hundred dollar fine, and the imagine the environment that kid's gonna grow up with, like being the, the pressure being put on him or her to lose that weight, or he's gonna cost their parents eight hundred dollars. So the, the while it might not be, um, I I think the government taking a stand against obesity isn't necessarily fat shaming. It's basically this is more healthy than that. It's you could you could apply the same thing to if your kids were smoking and then you want mm. to stop them from smoking, right? Okay. So. If your parent, if your kids don't stop smoking after six months, and they're gonna find you, um, so it's not, it's really not the kid's fault. But the pressure will be on a lot of kids. Might not be all of them. Maybe uh, I imagine a lot of uh, parents uh, will be able to help their kids. But those who don't, those who aren't even even able to, the the kids will feel the responsibility. They'll know about this. They know it'll be their fault, and it might actually end up harming them. So I don't know how effective the the actual fine program might be. Maybe more supportive uh, laws in place, like yeah. we will help you do this, we, um, 
but the fine, I'm not so sure about that. That was what I was going to mention. Like, I, I'm assuming that there will be medical experts who would give advice to the parents on what kinds of programs would work best for their kids. They're just, they're not gonna, you know, whatever happens, just, just we'll leave you alone and check back on you. I think yeah. they're gonna try to get these parents on a, on a sort of program. And what you mentioned about the analogy of um, not smoking is, I think, an apt one because obesity is related to a lot of other diseases, you know, heart attack, um, high blood pressure, that could be, and it exacerbates pre-existing conditions or makes, you know, genetic conditions that are not not healthy manifest more mm -hmm. if the, the child weren't obese. I think uh, Cook, Tim Cook, Apple, was it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, what about him? I think he called sitting the new cancer, something ah, like that. Yeah. Like, it was oh. an exaggeration, but he, he was true. using that to advertise the new iWatch. So he's saying that that device would make kids more likely, or people in general, more likely to get off of their butts hmm. and not be obese and not um, be unhealthy. So let, let's try to assume here that, you know, like, a, let's, try, let's try to go through the, the one situation, right? A kid is flagged as a potentially obese person, um, and it's done in private. The, the parents are contacted. At the very least, there's al already benefit from this. Yeah. Because I yeah. assume that the kids would be, and the parents would be educated about the risks of obesity, yeah. you know, and the things that could be done. Like I said, there could be a program or the, like a diet plan that could be followed um, in six months to one year. So that's already the benefit. And it would um, spare the kid from perpetuating those bad habits that he would carry for the rest of um, his life, probably, if no intervention was done. So that's mm -hmm. certainly a good and a, a, a benefit of this program. And then they go through the, the six months, they will try, um, but if they fail, yeah, that's, the, that's an issue, especially for poor families, which is yeah. why, you know, another um, possibility here is for there to be tax rebates, mm -hmm. I think. So make it a, a reward kind of thing for, ah. if they do manage to, to accomplish the goals, then they would get a tax a rebate, rebate instead. Um, which, uh, because it saves the, the government money in the long run, which is why yeah. they're, they're looking at this. Because um, if, it's, um, if, it's, if they have that, that, that um, healthcare system where they would pay for their citizens when they get to the hospital for those diseases yeah. that are related, related to obesity, I think this intervention yeah. Could be cheaper, save money in the long, yeah, in the long run, yeah. I, I imagine yeah. like the worst way to go about it is you actually just tell them like, hey, your kid is obese. <laughs> they have to weigh this much. He has to not be obese by this by this time. So it's like a boxing okay? weigh in. Now get out. <laughs> you know, they're just gonna yeah, cram yeah. like two days before like water, like uh, and, they, and then, then no, rehydrate. Yeah. They, they don't. They don't tell the parents anything. Yeah. Don't. So that's like the worst possible way. That's the worst around. possible way, and it just reminds me, you know, if you leave people alone, in in today's modern societies, they tend to become fatter, mm -hmm. and a lot of that I think is because of advertising, you know, so much advertising for unhealthy food. You know, Coca-Cola becomes the new water. You know, when people yeah. are thirsty, they think of drinking Coke or a sugary, um, high fructose yeah. beverage. They they eat candy 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Their hands with candy. You know, super, super stimulus. Yeah. You know, yeah. sugars and salts Chocolate. and chips and all of these delicious things mm. are are all over advertising. Yeah. And especially McDonald's. Uh-huh. And Jollibee and you know stuff fast like food. fast food. Again, these are cheaper um, because they're they've been you know factory. There's a factory system that goes into them. That's why they're cheaper and more accessible and more people and they're delicious because they just use the the sugar and fat. Yeah, I'm thinking um, now that you mentioned all those factors for why kids will most likely become fat if left alone. Yeah, uh, it's kind of unfair. I think this this law it puts a lot of weight on the parents to feed their kids more healthily when the options are not really there they're not easy to come by if they were i think um if they were easy easy to come by there wouldn't be a large disproportion between um poor people being able to get very unhealthy food versus rich people getting more availability Mm -hmm. to healthier food so i think this this law um, threatens the bill. parent. This bill, sorry, yeah. um, threatens parents with a fine, and does not give them more weapons to work with, more tools to work with, healthy food, and they're fighting against the advertising. Yeah. They're fighting yeah. against product placement in movies. There's like a... product placement really works. I mean, I just re- like it, it's ridiculous how how much it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so so look at the food available to kids. The food in their, served in their lunch in, uh, in school is like soft drinks everywhere. There's, there's lots of sweets. Their bread is frosted with so many things. And this is what the parents have to fight against or else yeah. they'll face an $800 fine. Yeah. So I think uh, if there are more resources, first give the parents more weapons to fight with. Uh, mm. Fight against the advertisers, for example. Or, or, or tax the advertisers. Tax the as- advertisers. Yeah. Like uh, there's an unhealthy tax, for example. Then we could get those, use the money to fund sugar the tax. yeah sugar tax, and fund fund these support systems that will help the parents. And now, if the if it's now believable that an average citizen can afford healthy food, and they've just not been they've, they've just not been doing that for their kids, then then you can put tell the parents like you have no excuse. There are available affordable foods that are more healthy, and then you could threaten them with a fine maybe. Remember that movie, that documentary that we saw. Discussing just this. I think so. It like was about, uh, about the food, food pyramid. Yeah, about sugar. What's it called? Food? Sugar? I remember. I think it was uh, anyway, Katie Keurig. Katie Keurig was... Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be posted here magically. We don't remember the title right now. But it shows that the culprit, you know, isn't so much fat as it is sugar. Rest. Yeah. Right, right. And the, the way that people um, intake, like the way that sugar is processed, it makes it hard for you to exercise... Like the, the sugar that you, you take in, such that it's sort of impossible already for kids, um, more so, to exercise the, the way that they gain from the, from the food that they eat. Mm-hmm. You know, unless they eat like food with high fiber, which is not usually the case. So again, like you said, it's an uphill battle for, this, for these kids, for these parents. But it's a good, it's a well-intentioned bill. Yeah. Uh, but and it does attempt at least to start addressing the problem of obesity because um, it's a it's it's very touchy you know if, if you try to pass on the taxes to the cheap food then a lot of families won't even have food to eat period you know forget about healthy yeah. food yeah they wouldn't even have food to eat because you know they 
they tend to rely on these things. So it's really very hard, if, especially when you're a poor family. I have poor, poor, family. <laughs> poor family. You can't um, overstate how hard it is. And, you know, the, the, the government should, instead of fining uh, people, maybe try to just reinforce them. Uh, it's hard to do it on the national education level because, well, they, they could supplement. Yeah. I changed my mind. You, they, you could supplement education because I, I'm just thinking that what if you, you teach kids that it's bad to be fat, right? And then that would increase the fat shaming unless you have something in education that also counters the, the fat shaming at the source. You know, yeah. to, to teach kids through stories or examples about why fat shaming is bad. Yeah. Okay. So something related, like I think, um, hopefully, uh, you you both familiar with Soylent, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not familiar with Soylent, this is Soylent. the green or yeah. the <laughs> based on that. Anyway, like so. I, the Soylent uh, food substitute. Like I, I'm hoping that if we get enough research into it and it gets improved such that it's it's a good healthy food substitute. Like every day you just take Soylent, then this this could be, and if it's cheap enough to produce. This could be the backbone for something like a national food service. Like, okay, if people, if people are poor and they just need food, there's um, an option at least. There's an option of like government subsidized soylent, or just maybe even maybe even even free if your if your country is relatively like I don't know um, economically healthy. Yeah, developing. No. Well, de developing. <laughs> not really. Not really. Can't, can't They can't really afford. A national feeding program of yeah. Thailand. Yeah. They're still developing, but, but you know enough to have social uh, services like this. In yeah. Place. Okay. But, yeah. Just something off the top of my head. That just it's it's something that would secure um, the hunger situation in your country. Like you you can be sure that no one goes hungry because if they're if they can't find something to eat, they just go to the local food service, get some soil in, and mm. and also it's not like um, sugary or. Too fatty. I think if, if that was in place, that would be nice. I mean, um, then, like, you could really put that sugar tax in place. Like, they're mm -hmm. not going to starve. You know your people are not going to starve. Mm -hmm. if And then they'll be forced to make healthy food and compete against Soylent, which is relatively tasteless, I imagine, in its bare form, but healthy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the government even supplying that. And a lot of people would be against any sort of government intervention. Like, is this too... Like too much government meddling, you know, like if citizens want their kids to be fat, because I, you know, I had a, a fun time Being growing fat, up I was as a, a fat kid. I'm fat now. Jolly. Like I'm, like fat kids are always jolly. You know, I'm, I'm obese now and I have no problem with it. Mm -hmm. Like, are you saying that my lifestyle is wrong? You know, there are people who will argue this way. Yeah. And, you know, human rights people, and they, they would not completely be baseless with their arguments. I mean, I mean so the question is, is this a form of child abuse now? Like, um, is it neglect when you allow your kids or when you put your kids in an environment that's not totally in your control anyway, mm -hmm. that, that lets them grow into obese children? Is this neglect? Is this abuse in the, on the part of the parents? And why are they being punished for it? Um, I, if you're going to ask me, like, it's not abuse. Hmm. Maybe neglect. It's not. It's not so clear cut because, like, as you said, there's there's the economic conditions. Yeah, everywhere. I think if um, 
if they're making that argument, then they're arguing also that it's a matter of choice. Like it's not they're not saying like I, I didn't have a I know it's I know it was wrong, I just didn't have a choice. That's a different argument from well I had a happy childhood so I don't mind them being fat. And that makes that they're admitting that it was their choice. Like they're gonna yeah. leave them to be that fat. But and and I would argue it is neglect. If if uh there there will be people who will agree that it's not unhealthy to be obese. Uh Science will science will counter that with with health records mm. and and statistics. Yeah, so yeah. so it is unhealthy. Just to look be at obese. How, look at the miso situation and you know how. <laughs> yeah. So um, so there uh, it is unhealthy to be obese and your child is not an adult. Well, until they're an adult, but <laughs> yeah. Um, at that uh, at at the child level, right? They're not choosing. They don't know the consequences. They're not as educated. So. The, the future they have down the line, they're not thinking about that too much. And you might have your own opinions about how your life went, mm. but their life is not your life. And you're putting them at risk, even though you might not agree with it. Yeah. You're putting them at risk for lo- lots of diseases that are waiting for them. Mm. And when they hit 18 or, or whatever age that they're on their own, like they have the cards that you dealt them. And yeah. they might not want to have been obese. Like They did, might not have known they had a choice. Ultimately, though, like, I want to adopt the policies. Okay. Not, <laughs> okay. <laughs> want to adopt that policies escalated in the spirit of, um, yeah. you know, the book Nudge, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it talks about suggesting, like, good suggestions. No, no, no. But with No, no, freedom. making the default. Yeah, making, yes, making good, good for, defaults. Yes, yeah. making good defaults. Good for citizens. So, so, and so making it easier to make better choices. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, you would still be items. free. You yeah. would still be free, ultimately, to grow as fat as you want. Yeah. Um, I would argue that's, okay, that's a fundamental human freedom. That's your body. Yeah. At least, when you get become an adult, right? But, we will just make it a lot easier to be healthy. And in yeah. this case, yeah. healthy also means not being obese. Yeah, having thought about this for a bit, I'm more in- inclined to go that route. Like, for example, having a mandatory uh, class mm-hmm. or that, that teaches you how to avoid obesity. Mm-hmm. Like, make that part of physical education yeah. because, you know, just exercise Definitely. isn't enough. So get your ki- give your kids this much mandatory education, give parents that much mandatory education um, as well. You know, um, one kind of intervention is give free food that's healthy yeah. by default. You know, they can choose other food, but by, by default, just make it the healthy one. Yeah. Sure, they would discuss this in PE class, like, oh, food, pyramid. It's not even Strong scientifically. Yeah, no, yeah, they, yeah. Updated it now. they updated it. Yeah. But like they would discuss it what? and then they never really made sure that we use it. In daily life, but yeah, they, they would what, be they would, they'd be poking their noses in our own. Pero nudge lang. like you can change it around, but um, the default is na yeah. But like it, yeah. maybe even just an, a journal, a journal mm-hmm. that is not really graded according that's, to what that's you. That's actually that's actually nice. A journal, actually it helps nice. you monitor yourself. You say you just write down what did you eat and then yeah. what do you and think about your choice? That's the and it's not gonna you're not gonna grade the oh this kid is eating too much sugar. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do that. But at least it helps them reflect and compare to what the ideal is. Even if the only thing that you track is your weight, mm-hmm. um, it's been shown to be a significant enough mm-hmm. change such that people who just monitor their weight will either maintain that or improve on that. Mm. So the, the addition of monitoring 
or journaling what you ate, what you eat. Um, also with some context, because yeah. if they didn't know which was healthy or which was not, yeah, yeah. yeah that would be uh, good enough. So I'm, I'm changing my mind about the Puerto Rico, <laughs> Puerto Rico bill. Not so good, not so good. Thanks for watching this episode. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Happy Valentine's Day. See you at the next meetup and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.